Hey, hey, Loki. Back. Back from the dead. You're back from I the dead. I am back from the dead. Oh, it sounded dead all week on the fucking phone, that's for sure. I'm a lot better now. So you had the had the Rona? I had the Rona test. <laughs> wasn't was wasn't that the just an absolute delight to do for the second time? <laughs> just loved it so much the first time I thought, oh fuck it, I'll go back for a second dip. Well, mate, you you have got plenty of history of clogged sinuses and, and nasal passages. Yeah, no, I haven't Surely. got dry sinuses. Huh? I haven't got dry sinuses. When I had it, mate, I was like, ugh. And then and now, a couple of hours later, did the old Bushman's blow. <laughs> and then I sat back and went, wow. Can you do the other nostril, please? Uh, now, Maybane Crook wasn't the only reason we've been away for a little bit. Though, like, so, like, soft cockitis. I, I know you noticed that uh, you were happy to go on Facebook saying it's all Danny's fault. But, uh, but where were you the week before? I lost my voice. Oh, it's a soft cockitis. <laughs> and, no, I, and, I, we had planned to do it on the Thursday because... I heard you got a mangina installed. What? I heard you got a mangina installed. We're really going to go there on here, are we? Oh, why not? I don't care. It's not my man, John. For people listening, I didn't get my dick cut off. Oh, I thought you did. <laughs> Out of a vasectomy. Oh, isn't that getting your dick cut off? Do we really have to fucking talk about this on here? <laughs> yes, I've actually got some good stories. I've got a couple of good stories about it. Have you? <laughs> it's a different experience getting a vasectomy, I'll tell you that right now. Um, Does it play up with Enon? Huh? Does it play up with Enon? Play up with what? Does it still work? Yes. When you have a wee in the morning, do you you like a a snake's tongue? Do you got two streams going or what's going? You're an idiot, mate. That's the stupidest analogy I've ever heard. (laughs) Do you want to hear the story or not? I don't know. You're going to tell it? (laughs) I uh, went in there and... um, they get you to get into your gown, do, do your obs and yeah, jocks off and oh shit, I'm going to hang loose under there and put you in the bed and I said, does this tie around? She goes, no, nah, it doesn't tie around. I thought, oh great, my fat hairy ass. if anyone sees that, it's going to cripple their eyes for the next 20 years. Well, well, they didn't care, it just looked like you had woolen undies on. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> anyway, I've, um, they've put me in the, I'm sitting in the bed for like an hour and a half, this gown on naked underneath, they put put the rugs on me, and I'm thinking, shit, they're acting like I'm going in for like open heart surgery. Like, are you are you, are you comfortable? I'm like, yeah. I'm they got the steel brush cutter yeah. out to they've, give they've them a trim up. <laughs> no, <laughs> I did that. Um, they've carted they've carted me around St Andrews, all these different rooms, and then they finally get me into the theatre, and they're like. Right, now you need to hop out of the bed and hop onto the table. I'm like, what have I been in this bed carted around the hospital for an hour and a half like an invalid? (laughs) My legs work. Um, My balls is what I'm getting operated on. Anyway, I lie down. (laughs) And uh, they've put a couple of rugs over me. And I'm thinking, oh, this is all right. I don't have to to get the old fella out yet. And um, anyway, the the anaesthetist puts the thing in my arm. He said, look, it's going to take about three minutes. You're going to start feeling tired. Oh, yeah, it's a little bit of a count, Dad. He said, in three minutes, I'll just do the last bit and you'll be out cold. I'm like, oh, yeah. So he's giving me the injection and probably about 20 seconds in, I'm like, oh, 
I'm feeling quite relaxed, dozy. Next minute, out of nowhere, <laughs> the gowns come up. Like she just ripped it up, and I'm like, oh, wasn't prepared for that. And the nurse just starts smashing my cock and balls with like that disinfectant. Like oh, yeah, the, the betadine, the betadine. Oh, purple betadine stuff. And, and I'm like, at the time, leading up to it, you know you're going to get your sack cut open with the fucking scalpel. <laughs> the old fella and the the, the, the old fella and balls, the, the meat and potatoes, weren't exactly out there saying, hey, look at me, look how big I am. God, Rimmy. And this, she would have been smashing it with the with the Benedine. It would have looked like a mushroom in a field. <laughs> Just absolutely. Anyway, and then she... I felt violated. <laughs> and then she said, um, hey, you all comfortable? And I said, no, I'm not. Uh, reason being is this this nurse was an absolute, absolute 10 out of 10. And she's just seen my champignon. And uh, <laughs> uh, I, I couldn't, uh, the moment she said, are you comfortable? I said, oh, no, not really. That's the last thing I remember. And then I woke up with an ice pack on my nuts. Ice pack on my nuts. Kicking like a schoolgirl. No, not really. Out cold. Oh. And then uh, they're, they're trying to get me to come to. Like they're like, yeah, right, time to wake up. And I'm lying there and really dopey. And I only had like four hours sleep the night before because there's nothing like knowing your sack's getting cut open in the morning <laughs> to give you a good night's sleep. But I, um, I said, oh, look, I'm just really tired. And this lady said, no, you have to wake up. You can't just keep dozing. And chucks the oxygen on me. I was like, oh. Fuck, this is a bit dramatic. And then the, the older nurse comes up and I said to her, I just would love to go back to sleep for another hour. And she said, don't you do obs for another half hour, go back to sleep, Dale. <laughs> Took my oxygen out, went back to sleep. And then hot nurse that violated me and molested me when I didn't expect it coming, she rocks up and says, oh, you meant to have your oxygen on like, and wakes me up. thought, you've ruined my day twice now. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please piss off? But yeah. Experience. Did she say it's okay? I've seen smaller. Probably hadn't. So <laughs> she probably just didn't <laughs> want to lie. No joke. It was. Uh, I got home that night and thought, "Fuck! Why couldn't she have done the better day now? It's, it's looking a lot better." But uh, yeah, um, any men out there that uh, are considering it, um, it's not that bad. I was having beers the next day, <laughs> and uh, definitely wasn't running any marathons though. But Feel all right. <laughs> now I've got to sh- now I've got to fire off a few shots before it's all done. So you're all. But thanks for bringing that up. And oh, you're a ripper at this, as if you weren't going to br- bring that up at some stage anyway. Oh, wha- but yeah, because oh, I, I but because I bring it up, I'm an arsehole. But whatever. When I told you earlier, in confidence, <clears throat> not in confidence, but I was just having a chat with a mate. I knew straight away you're going to say something. The moment we opened, you took all of fucking two minutes to launch into that. So, go plate your shit. <laughs> anyway, we've had a big break. We've had, I think, two and a half weeks since we did the Fanta episode. And uh, to everyone out there listening, got a lot of good uh, good reviews. Everyone loved Fanta. And I had a few people come to me and say, fuck, it, it was good listening to stories of a recruiter because you'd never hear that stuff. Um, and especially with... Got accused of a bit of fangirling going on? Oh, yeah, who's that dickhead? I don't know. But he was right. Uh, who? Us? Yeah. I did listen to it back and I kept going, oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. 
Like, yeah, and well, I was just like, at least oh, she said something. People at home listening would have gone, shut the fuck up, Luke. Stop saying yeah to everything. <laughs> he quit. Oh, well, you live and learn. First guest under the belt. Plenty more A listers coming, so strap yourselves in. <laughs> anyway, it's um, the time since we've spoken. Mm-hmm. Probably a couple of hours for you and me, but since we've done uh, the podcast, there's been a lot of things going on in the football world. Bit happening. Yeah, Chole got wanked 78 times during a um, during the club song. Also got fingered in the anus. <laughs> so that caused a big stir. Um, big stir? Well, there's a lot of media. A lot of people taking offence on behalf of someone else. Of, yeah, apparently. What? Who knows what Joel's been doing in the freaking showers? Um, how many how many people has he pistol with with that weapon <laughs> in the showers? Like, who knows what's what? Who knows what the reactions were from those fellas uh, from uh, from Joel? Because I've been in a few change rooms and a little flick on the willy and a little finger in the bum hole. It's probably the least worst thing I've seen. When you see teammates pissing on each other in the shower without without them knowing. Licking a dick in a club song ain't really much. When there's shorts and a pair of speedos in between <laughs> the finger and penis in question. I've seen people wrestle on the ground. It's, uh, yeah. Bor- Borat style. Yeah, if, if, if that. You know what, though? Uh, me and Bort, you were talking about it. Get the fucking cameras out of the rooms then. And this is where people go, it shouldn't be about the cameras in the rooms. That wasn't the issue. The issue was Chol had his dick touched without inviting the dick touching. But did he have his dick touched? Flick on the, on the knob. The big digit in the bum, I think. Uh, Just quietly. He did go deep from Just there. quietly. I reckon the bloke's, uh, I reckon he can defend himself. <laughs> yeah. you, got, you got Higgins touching your dick and, and Chol would just get, come here, little cunt. <laughs> The, the furor of the dick grab that uh, mm. that rolled on for a bit, but yeah, just don't do it on camera, boys. And some tried to turn it into something else. Oh, it's all about sexual. No, someone tried to turn it into a. I took it as racist. It's like fuck off. Yes, that did. Do that. And I'm like, oh, they fuck. Said he was targeted because he was the only Sudanese person in there, and therefore they targeted him. Yeah, that's exactly that. how I saw it. Yeah. Are they going to go after the red nut because he's Irish? Conor McKenna. Conor McKenna. Yeah. Conor McKenna. Put your teeth back in, mate. Do they go after him because he's Irish? Are you going to call them? Now, did, was there an announcement about him uh, going home to Ireland? No. At the end of the season? Was there? Mm, I read something, but I'm... Mate, we didn't it every year. Every year McKenna's going to go home, and to be honest, after this year, I'd probably be thinking where the fuck I'll go to. But... Um, oh, you can understand he's from. He's not from Victoria, and he's moved to SA, or he's mm. not a WA kid growing up in Victoria. Now he's from another country, on the literally other side of the world. You can't just fly home to see your parents for <laughs> for, the, for the Sunday Arvo and then fly back like any interstate player can do. Um, mm. But especially when you then get COVID and you branded the Candyman. And <laughs> Everyone with a pitchfork was trying to take it down. I'd be telling you to fuck off and go back too. The um, you reckon the WA Premier loved the fact that uh, a player stuffed up in WA? Oh, 
<laughs> said player being uh, Elijah Taylor. Yeah. Elijah. Can't, uh, I'm not sure. It's the most expensive bit of puss he's told to come and <sighs> come around. Destroys. How much of that? Dragging his pain that 50 Gs? Because I know every other person has been told to pay the fines. But, uh, well, it's 25, not 50. If you're going to get fucking... It's 50, 25 suspended, mate. Get it right. Yeah, but the suspended bit goes on their, goes on their salary cap next year. Does it? Yep. <laughs> That's stiff. Mm. Well, so 25 Gs. If he's a, is he a rookie? Is he a, a draftee? Oh, if he's playing senior games, he gets upgraded to a different contract anyway, so. I don't think, no. Incorrect. You have your rookie contract and you get match payments. You don't get upgraded. Unless you get upgraded. Well, you're not playing games for free, are you? Pretty sure that's fucking upgraded. Uh, at the moment, some of them. Have you heard some of the horror stories of some of these contracts of the players? No. And don't say, oh, it's not a horror story they're getting paid, isn't it? Some of them... Oh. Some of them had... Oh, I didn't realise their, their contracts are structured. You know how they're like front-ended and back-ended, meaning like start of the year. Sorry, it's the first year of your contract last year. But then they front-end and back-end your actual yearly contract. So some players were getting the bulk of their money in January, February, March. And then April, June, July, they were getting like... 30% of what their actual yearly wage was. And then they're getting half of that. So if you're on f- 480 grand this year... That makes no sense to me. So say this year, you, D Hurley, playing for the Wodonga Thirds, is on 480,000. That's a massive insult to the Wodonga Thirds, <laughs> just quietly. Say, 400, what, say 480 grand. Say they've structured your monthly payments... Your first three months, you might get 70, 70, 70. And then the next three months, you might get 60, 60, 60. And it might go down during the year. But your yearly contract is 480. Yeah. But then over the year, you're going to have influxes of just how they structure it with how they pay players and they're not losing. Because they, because they want every month, they want to be paying out the yeah, same amount. Same amount yeah. of money, something. So... Um, See, which I hadn't, I didn't um, know about. Just that. quietly, some of these guys are just quietly on not five hundred bucks a week. Just quietly, not the player's problem. How how you real yearly structure your monthly pay- payments? Huh. Well, that's not the player's problem. Who said it was? I'm just saying that. <laughs> but you're saying oh, someone said it was. No, no, I'm just saying if if. Because there's front-ended and back-ended contracts, I get that bit. But how the club pays you in a year, that shouldn't have an effect. That shouldn't have been affected by. Well, then they're taking pay cuts. So a lot of people aren't. Yeah, I know. But but if they're taking an eight percent pay cut, it's more than that. Well, no, over the season it's eight percent because they took a fifty or fifty percent cut for two months. Some of them are still on them. Okay. But what I'm saying is if you're on... What what I'm saying, it doesn't matter how much money you get paid a month. You should have only lost 8% of your yearly income. No, it didn't work like that, though. They went back, all right, now you're on half. I'm not saying it did work like that. I'm saying that shouldn't matter. 
And you won't get me putting uh, sticking up for players' association and stuff. So so take it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a first. <laughs> just 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 taking one for the little guy. Huh? Well, I wonder if uh, um, certain players from certain clubs that were actually almost working for free this year. Well, there are players that were. Essentially not getting paid this year, didn't you say, from Port? We spoke about that a few weeks ago. Yeah, so they haven't taken much of a cut. <laughs> Can't cut zero. <laughs> <laughs> you cut it up all you like, it's still fucking zero. But speaking of Port... Sure, if that is the case, though, if like something has to be done, that shouldn't be allowed at AFL level. I think it's the same. A, a club should not be allowed to approach a player and then the player agree that, oh, we'll only play you this much and we'll top it up next year. Oh, you're talking about Boke and the Port? Yeah, I'm just talking yeah. about the Port Adelaide situation. Pre-COVID, no, it's, it's a disgrace. Yeah, it is. If you can't fucking trade solvently, <laughs> see you fucking later. <laughs> it's a lot, that's, that's, your, that's your income. And, and people go, oh, yeah, but they get paid that much, they can live with it. But it's all relative. If, you, if you're earning... But a normal company three, can't... Yeah, but if you're earning 350 grand... Isn't it illegal? Huh? Isn't it illegal to do what, what to trade insolvently? Yeah. yeah, but they're not actually insolvent. Oh, aren't they? Not yet. Mm. There's a couple. Of they got no money to pay 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 their staff. I don't think they had no money. They're like, we need that little bit for elsewhere. Do you mind us not paying you, the guy who's one our billionaire? We're only speculating, but we've uh, heard a few rumours. Speaking of, maybe he got all of the Red Bull deal. Rumours. Oh, what do you got? What do you got? Not much. But I'm happy to make something up. <laughs> I've heard on the grapevine that oh, this would be good. A certain club who has Norton for him. Oh, Bulldogs? No. Norton 12. <laughs> oh, not Norton 33. <laughs> um,. If the season and the trending continues on how they're going... Pretty well. Which is... Doesn't look like a win. And for the first time this season, I've actually sat back and I've gone, I can't see them winning. Which I think I've lost my last 200 on them this year. If we put any more money on them, we're going to go insolvent. Yeah. But let, we'll return back to the... Sorry. Let's just have a little scenario. Adelaide doesn't win a game for the rest of the year. And they continue to cop beltings like they are. When was the last team that went winless? Uh, university, 1913 or some fucking thing. Really? That yeah. long ago? I don't know. Just made that up. Not even, I don't even think Fitzroy went undefeated. Even in their last few years, they still won games. No, they won in their, in 96, yeah. But if you go winless, a case can be made for a priority pick. <laughs> Oh, I'm not joking. Tell you what, priority picks upset most people most of the time. Carl anyway, get one. Brisbane couldn't get one, but can you imagine the hell fury from the rest of the fucking country if Adelaide? Oh, they brought it on himself. Can you, can you imagine somehow the commission went? Well, you guys got shafted. This is, people forget this. That tippet shit that went down. 
and then I read a good article about oh, it. No. It wasn't a good article. Of all the people that News Limited put off, and that bloke still got a job. Who? Oh, Matt Turner, I think his name was. Oh, forget him. Just listen. What it did, it highlighted how that Tippett saga has fucked Adelaide years on. Because mm-hmm. they, that draft, the night, remember the night before the draft, the infamous, we're going to do the right thing and pass on our draft picks. And it had pick, pick 14 and pick 31, I think it was. And that was the year when Cripps got drafted at pick 16 or something like that. The players in that draft are all. I don't think it was the night before, was it? It was literally at the final hour. Yeah. They pulled the pin and said, we're going to do a good gesture by the AFL. And but we were going to lose those picks whether we gave the good gesture or not. Not if you dra- if you drafted those players the next day of the draft. I can't go... Uh, it was, uh, before, uh, it was before the night before. It wasn't, it wasn't an 11th hour decision. Just hand those shirts back and get back on a plane. You're going to go to... Uh, you're just going to have to wait a year. If they had drafted them, they were drafted. But they probably would have lost... Two mm. more years worth of draft picks. So if they drafted them, anyway, anyway, they were drafted. That's what I'm saying, dickhead. If they were drafted, they drafted. They weren't going to lose them. So yep. if they didn't make that decision to not participate, yep, they would have picked up some fucking hands. They would have lost those picks whether they chose to volunteer volunteer them or not. Go back over it and look at it, mate. It was like the last. It was like ten minutes before the draft happened. No, it wasn't that close, but. You were still watching Balfour's ads to try and work out what all the kerfuffle was about. <laughs> anyway, back to my story. Okay. They, and then they missed out the next year as well. So they've missed out on two drafts. Yep. And that's about five or six players. <laughs> and then we traded, traded Bernie out. And got Crouch. To get Crouch in. Essentially, we got one player over... No, we got that. Yeah, so we traded him out to, so we could participate in that draft and we got Crouch yep. and Kyle Chaney. So we traded someone out for picks 60 and whatever it was. We got back Chaney and that Ruckman. I don't even know if he played a game. Oh, yeah. The Hawthorne one. Yeah, I'd forgotten about him. So that's what we got of uh, two and a half years worth, of, almost three years of draft picks. That's what we got. And now there's a gaping hole in Adelaide's footy club. Well, there's five draft picks that never really got touched. You might have got two good players out of that. Mm. So if, you put, if you're taking five or six players, out of those five or six, you might get one or two that are 200 gamers. they got none. Mate, be happy with a 100 gamer. Before we worry about 200 gamers. Be happy with a uh, clean possessioner. And you know what? He's saying that. Do you know who Adelaide's best performer is? And old Luke Carey commented on there saying who would be Adel- who would be leading Adelaide's best and fairest. The Slayer. And another guy commented as we were talking about it, uh, you know, it's probably Ben Keyes. I, I meant to look up uh, last night, what was the name of Slayer's best ever song? <laughs> we'll have a look. Might play that at the end then. <laughs> but ben, ben Keyes is a guy who was delisted by Brisbane. We didn't trade for him, did we? We no, free agent free signing. Agent. Yeah. So he's played... What, has he played every game this year? Uh, I think he has. Yeah, I think so. And in the guts. Yeah. And Riley O'Brien's probably the other one. Or did he play against Sydney in round one? Mm, I don't know. That's a... That, 
That's an eternity ago. It actually feels like we haven't played Sydney. Like, shit, we haven't played Sydney yet. That's right. We did seven years ago. We did ago. In, in 2020 <laughs> season one, not fucking 2020 season two. Oh, but yeah, and that's probably the sad thing about Adelaide right now is that a guy that was delisted by Brisbane that we signed at just before draft night, I think, so he didn't go to the draft, is our best player this year. Mm. Anyway, rebuild, the er word. Mm. So, hypothetical now. Back to my little uh, rumour mill yep. about them trying to maybe get a uh, um, priority pick. Can I ask you a question? Hold on. Before, no, hold on. <sighs> Come on, get on so, with it. Brad Crouch leaves mm-hmm. to go to Geelong for a rumoured $3.5 million deal over five years. Pardon? $3.5 million over five years. Uh, okay. Adelaide ain't going to pay that. Probably, probably weren't anyway. But to, with the compensation pick rules, I think that equates to pick two. So correct. So I don't say that to you very often, but yeah, that fits in. So can you imagine Adelaide somehow got that priority pick? They would have pick one, two, three, and. Same as GWS is helping our draft pool by fucking up their season because everyone forgets the trade that last year that Adelaide did. That doesn't make any sense. Why are we trading away our pick 16 for GWS's first-round pick? Well, we got lucky. Mm. <laughs> They're not finishing top again. It could be potentially pick one, two, three, and eight. What? <laughs> Just engrave the Premiership Cup in five years. When does... <laughs> When do priority picks, if they occur, when do they get given out? The last one was Gold Coast. And that was the year Lacocious and Rankin went. So the year Shane... No, they didn't get priority picks, so they got... No, they got pick two, which was their normal pick. Yeah. And then the priority pick is a pick straight after your first round pick. Which was pick three. That's why they had Rankin and Lacocious. <gasps> and then got pick and then had King at pick eight because they had And then they had but then they trade. had those other picks where which they were able to on trade, mm. which is how we picked up. Well no, they signed they could sign anyone not oh, listed that's in right. the AFL. Yep. And Carlton could too. Yep. Oh Carlton signed. Oh so McAdam. Carlton signed McAdam. Yep. And Sorry. um Gold Coast signed Burgess. Got Burgess. And Stur- I don't know where Burgess was, to be honest. Westies. Maybe. Either Stur or Westies. We'll, we'll roll with that. But anyway. Where okay. was Mc, um, no, McAdam was at Stur? McAdam was at So Stur- Burgess was Westies. Yeah. So, yeah. That was. But before that, the last priority pick before that, who knows? Richmond? No. Huh? Why would Richmond have got a priority pick? Because they were shit for fucking 40 fucking years. Yeah, they were ninth. They weren't bottom. <laughs> yeah, good point. But uh, that, that's my... Th- my um, Just talking my about Richmond. theory of Adelaide. Talking about Richmond. I I think if, if we were to get a priority pick... Or, sorry, if we were... If Geelong were completely fucking mental <laughs> and gave Brad Crouch three and a half million dollars for... How many years did you say? Five. He wants a five-year deal. 
Man. at seven bangers. <laughs> 3.5 at 5. Like I said, it could be front-ended and he's getting a million this first year. Wow. If he can get that, good, but good luck to him. I am, still, I am still a believer of Adelaide should be trying to keep Brad Crouch. Yeah, not at five years at 700. No, not that money. I don't know. Like how it's of the paddock. No, but 700 grand isn't exactly your top-end player anymore. 700 grand is your third or fourth best player in some, some teams. But... Yeah, he's top-end. <laughs> He's our, We're he's so tight, we wouldn't build a pin up our ass with sledgehammers. <laughs> he's our best player. And yes, say we get pick two. Who the fuck says pick two is going to be any good? I was asking about Scott Gumbledon. <laughs> what about Johnny Mason? <laughs> oh. If we can go back over Adelaide's picks, this is their top picks over the years. And um, you, you just don't know what you get. The tea leaf? <laughs> Angwin. Angwin. He was a ripper. Mason. Fergus Watts. Fergus Watts. Uh, James Seller. <sighs> all our first picks for a while. And um, they were all big men. So it's hard to take big men high up normally. Because they're either hit or miss. Um, were some of them in Fanta's time? proof of that, huh? Were some of them in Fanta's time? Yeah, probably. Fergus Watts would have been, I reckon. Well, like, he, like he said. That's, well, that's a while ago. But in saying that, Fergus Watts, we traded him to... Just St. quietly. Falling on his feet, though. Yeah. Doing all right for himself. What do you mean? Oh, making a squilling, didn't he? Doing what? I know, something. Oh, you've hyped it up how good he is. You don't even know what he's doing, you fuck. What, you're an idiot. Oh, Been idiot. called worse by better. <laughs> Let's go back to um, old mate Elijah. He's flown in. He's flown into to Perth. Yep. They'll do the hub. Uh, they've got to isolate, so they can play footy during their isolation period. Yep. Which is quite astounding, but because they're isolating with whoever they've gone over with. But who did Sydney play? Uh, um, GWS. So they've both gone there. They're hubbing together. They played against each other. They'll hit the fourteen days and they'll go play the other two teams. There. All right. <coughs> His, I thought this bird was like, because he's from WA. Mm. So I thought this bird must be like a WA bird. Oh, she's not? No. She's come from Sydney. Oh. She came in from Sydney. Oh, I assume she was living in WA. Snuck in through the golf course. Snuck in through. Jumped a couple of fences. Jumped a couple of fences. Got in. Gone one, two, three, four. I declare a bum Bum war. And, uh. A couple of senior players have noticed they're leaving his room or something. That's how he got caught out. I didn't know. And I was reading the article today, but completely. And the, the, the WA Premier's fucking spat the chewy. And the AFL's like, shut up, dickhead. Mainly, this guy wants this guy wants to host the AFL Grand Final. He's going, yeah, we're going to give you $32 million, bring the Grand Final to WA. But he's, he's gone shit-canned the AFL. And the AFL's like, mm. The AFL's <laughs> let us down. <laughs> Well, because oh, you want to be let down a bit more? How's about we do the fucking grand final at the Gabba? How does that feel? <laughs> it's like the AFL and the Sydney Swans. Yeah, really poor decision by a nineteen-year-old. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, like poor, said, he poor, goes, poor bloke knows that he's fucked up. He goes, he fucked up. He goes, and he like, fucked up bad. But, but she, she flew in, and like within two days was trying to get in there. 
So so she didn't even isolate when she got in from Sydney. And if WA police caught up with her and she in front of oh, the courts? Oh, maybe. Who knows? <coughs> Who knows? Well, if she's broken all that quarantine stuff, she'd be... Oh, yeah. They're, they're not holding back. I don't think... W, I think WA is the worst place to really go and try and fuck up too because that premier is like the dictator Dan but an actually good dictator Dan. <laughs> NIA is actually a dictator? He is a dictator and he's actually run a pretty stern ship, hence why Hence why they're not in stage four. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't hang shit. Although they've increased the... Uh... So what are they in, three? No, nothing. They are you sure? They're about to go to their stage five rollback. Which was essentially back to how we were before all this shit happened. But they've now paused it. Increased it until the twenty no, fourth of October. Yeah, increased the date till grand final day. Yeah. So mate, but in all seriousness, it should be played in Brisbane. The grand final because of They've the done Queen, her. The Queensland government saved the AFL this year. Yeah. They literally saved the AFL. Yeah. But like I'm, they were saying on footy classified, it's either uh, your moral, what they say, it's uh, morally on moral grounds you do it on, or um, financial grounds because you do it in Perth, and the Perth, the WA government's going, we'll give you thirty-two million smackaroos in a year where you've lost thirty-two million weekly. <laughs> so they were prepared to pay for it. Not, pr- not, not were ah, they're 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 wanting to pay for it. Yes, like right. the Victorian government. Paid for. What about the Victorian government going? Oh, if we if we allow you to get out of the contract, what are you talking about? Like, it's not you allowing us to get out of the contract. Your you fucked up. Your, you fucked up the state. That means you. We will break your. The laws. contract is null and void. We can break your laws by playing. You but they wanted to you. get some things in place that no, we will still have this and we will still have that. It's like. I think Victoria actually banking on the fact that they're going to flatten the curve over the next five to eight weeks and it'll be low enough to well, say, hey, we can... Dan's going to sprinkle a bit of fairy dust on everything, is he? Fuck off. <laughs> God. I, I just think that's his logic, that he thinks that you can't make a decision on Grand Final Day until it's time, but it's like, hang on a second. We have... <laughs> yeah, you can. ...corporate seats to sell. We've got money to be made. We can't just wait till Victoria fucking comes good. Anyway... Enough of Dan. The uh Hey, getting back to Brad Crouch and Geelong. Yes. What's more valuable or what's more attractive to the cats? Jeremy Cameron or Brad Crouch? Oh, you just do the old chick on the taco ads. Why not have both? How old's Cameron? Twenty six? Yeah. Crouch's age, I'd say. Crouch's 26. Selwood has probably got a year or two left. Yep. Ablett may not come back. I, d- I reckon this season will see him out. Particularly, um, if they, particularly if the Cats get up. Hawkins, if Hawkins keeps playing the way he's playing, another three or four years. Well, he is in dynamite form at the moment. He can't sign for, a, for one. No. But, but this isn't a guy... He's not a guy that's had renowned injuries and, huh. and, and and he's had form slumps. He has continued this form. He's the size of a tree. That's a t- give him a T deal. Give him a T deal. 
Do you know what mum said the other night? She goes, oh, that Tom Hawkins. He's, he's, he's a handsome lad. I said, oh, shit, calm down. I haven't heard you say that. Okay, do you like him? She goes, oh, the body. And, oh, yeah, he's got a good body. And he's got a delightful, oh, his eyes. Gorgeous eyes. It just reminded me of... Um, Piercing blue eyes. <laughs> reminded me of, oh, the blue eyes. Not the fucking male model from Mudgy. <laughs> Ken. Fucking Ken Suckliff, you must be fucking joking. It reminded me when she was saying that of Max Walker's wife on the 12th man. So, but, but apparently all the oldies like oh, Tomah, Tomahawk, Pakey's mum, they all, they all love the was Tomahawk. She, was she watching when he, when he took his shorts off and gave them to someone in the crowd the other night? If you'd asked me that last week, I would have said, fuck knows, I don't know. Now I'll say, of course she was. <laughs> She was glued to the TV, rewound it, paused it. She didn't know how to operate KO until he pulled <laughs> his pants off. <laughs> so, yeah. But you know what? We'll, we'll go into the cats then. This is a side that I probably didn't Jeremy think. Cameron's 27, turns 28 in April. Not exactly probably a, chicken. Probably so a bit older prime. than I thought he was. In his prime. But Geelong. Geelong. For a side that was uh, supposedly old. Yep. Playing good footy. Very good football. Very good football. Made the uh, side that's allegedly the greatest thing since sliced bread look very, very ordinary. And I take great pleasure in saying that. And I am a man who has put money on port for the flag. I did get seduced. I didn't. But uh, it was good watching that. The other <laughs> I've got to admit, it was good. I still just think that's a uh, that's a little speed. A blip. I mean, you're going to have blips this it's year. A blip on the radar. Four, four day turnarounds. There's going to be blips, and that was Port's blip. So, yeah. I wouldn't. If I was a Port fan, I would not be worrying. I don't think time. they know how to worry. <sighs> They're up and about. Well, the Port faithful. Let's look at what Port really. Their barometer. Old big dick. Dixon. No dick, no power. Bit like Julia Gillard. No dick, no power. <laughs> three disposal Dixon. Yeah, only three touches. Three touches. And what are they, were they too focused on Dixon? Just feeding it to him and when he's getting beaten they haven't got anything else? Is it? Oh, he got double team and stragged or not apparently. Apparently. You didn't watch it. Oh. Yeah, I watched it. I just don't, don't like to admit to that. <laughs> Come on, we can't be too one-sided. We have to be... I can be whatever I fucking want, mate. I'll be a fucking fire truck if I want. <laughs> I'll be a fire truck. <laughs> Just put on a red jumpsuit and run down the street. Wee-oh, wee-oh. Nah, the, the Dixon, um, when he's on, Port could be unstoppable. Well, the bloke's a beast. Hmm. He's having a good year. But... Doesn't matter how good you are, you can't beat three opponents. What I want to say, if Dixon's getting triple team, where's the other bloke who's <laughs> fucking like he's got leprosy? I could just have to take my headphones off because my fucking head exploded. Jesus! Well, everyone says how quiet I am. Um, yeah, but you've gone from I've raised the roof. To screaming. Sorry. Anyway, sorry, if people. Sorry, folks. If I blow your eardrums out. <sighs> so back to. 
But there are blokes there, there, that are free. But if there's and how about get the pill to them? Where are the, where are the other blokes? Why are they not maybe run to space, boys? Maybe they're guarding they're guarding some drafts out on the halfback flank or something. Maybe they need their coach to say, "Hey, why don't we give it to him a bit more?" Well, that would be expecting a lot. Well, coach says give the ball to Brad Hill. All of a sudden, they gave it to Brad Hill, and he had possessions coming out his ass. Oh, is that how it happened? Yeah, he didn't just have a better game. Yeah, I don't know. But you watch it. Did you see the footage they showed of Essendon? They had about, I think it was about almost 25 kick possessions. Like, and they were short kicks sideways, backwards, sideways, backwards. They did not gain a metre. And then eventually bombed it down the line. Paddy Ryder takes it. 20 bang, metre handball to, to Brad Hill. And he carried it for fucking 80 metres. Just waved kicked. it through. And it's like they've just gained, they gained their territory within five seconds while Essendon had 25 possessions going back and forward. They don't, they're not looking good at the moment. No. They are missing a few, aren't they, the Bombers? Fucking everyone is. Oh, they? Collingwood were. Melbourne are. Nah. Melbourne are? Who are they missing? Not the greatest ruckman of all time. Oh, one game. Gone. <laughs> Gorn's been gone for one game and you're... Two. Oh, fucking whatever. Was one of them against North Melbourne? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was after the Crows beat him up. Min McHenry beat him up. See, they managed McHenry last week. I to sent him to anger management or something. <laughs> Now, you've been beating up now. Listen, you little midget, you've been beating up Ruckman. Not allowed to do that. Who, who said it? Um, I reckon it was Robert Walls back in the day. He said, being a tall Ruckman, and he goes, and having a little fella trying to hit you, he goes, <laughs> it's lose, lose. Yeah. You, you beat the little, you, you smack the little shit. People go, oh, you're a oh, big fucking Big bully. hero picking and, on the smallest yeah, bloke on the deck. And you do nothing. They go, you big pussy. He's like, it's bullshit. <laughs> and that was gone. <laughs> The D's look good, though. Yeah, well, one reason for that. Clayton Oliver's learned how to kick. He's improved. Improved? He was fucking horrendous before, and now he's he, he barely misses one now. Just that, you know what Melbourne are? Oh. When they're clean. All that... All it is is being clean with their possession. Don't mm. don't fumble it, take yep. it, kick it, hit the target. They they can beat anyone in the comp. On their day, they'll beat any of these sides. A bit biased, but okay. No, no, no. It's not biased. It's what I've watched, you dickwit. But when they're off, they can get beaten by the bottom right, the bottom team. And then it's, according to Tommy Morris, it's all the coaches' fault. <laughs> Sent him a tweet the other night. Did he respond? Didn't get a reply. I wouldn't have thought so. I was quite civil. Piece of shit. Snot gargling little fucking. Come on, mate, he is a Melbourne supporter. Fucking private school, fucking little bloody. Never played a game of football in his life, but he's a fucking expert on it. Because mm. he did a journalism degree. Mm. So you're not allowed to talk about football if you've never played? 100%. Mm. Okay. You have to play at some level, even if it's Wodonga Thirds, Danny. Hey, I've never been to the moon, but I know the fucking thing's there. <laughs> oh. Fuck. Oh, shit. Well, 
What did you think of the days? Uh, I gave Clayton Oliver a fucking compliment, so I don't know what else you expect me to say. Uh, you know when you got a, an irrational dislike of someone? Oh, mate, you've... You're for this, no fucking reason. This isn't a new dislike by you either. This is no. A, I, I don't know what it is. This is a uh, a dislike from. I reckon two years ago you started. And the night, the and night before the he was BNF, the like, night before he was drafted. I was like, well, I like the look of this bloke. Hope the crows get him. And then I reckon as soon as Melbourne read his name out, I'm like, ah, piece of shit. <laughs> so that's where we can, we can d- get your disdain for him all the way back to draft night. I, I remember, remember... Just tried to crack my neck and I've thrown my fucking neck out. Oh, that's not great. I remember speaking to a bloke <laughs> in the bottle shop. I really, yeah, okay. Couldn't uh, give a fuck, he says. I was speaking to a bloke, Josh Clifford, in the bottle shop the night before that draft and he was all over... Oliver. Yeah, all over him. Well, right. Adelaide were never going to get him. He went pick fucking three, didn't he? Yeah, I know, but these Ever heard of sliders, mate? <laughs> Adelaide's never got a good slider in the first round. Oh. Name our best slider. Oh, Danger. Patrick Dangerfield. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a slider when no one was... No, it was a slider. He slid under the table. <laughs> no, because... No, he... Rendell thought he would be gone in the first five picks, so he never ever fucking worried about putting okay. him in the estimations. So we'll call him the slider. He's a slider. Oh. Top ten slider. Everyone, I'm sick of danger bashes. There's so many of them that bash danger. I wasn't even bashing him. No. Then. Did I say you were? I'm just saying. I wish he was Adelaide still badly. Hmm. Could, it, could be handy in the guts at the moment. Seems we can't get a clearance. Sloaney, Sloaney didn't touch it much, did he, on uh, Saturday? Mm. His return, I was surprised he came straight back in. Well, he wasn't exactly going to go back and play for fucking Westies or anyone. He's <laughs> either play AFL or don't. Or a scratchy. <laughs> yeah, you can play an internal against yourselves. Um, yeah, he'll take a while to get going again. Unfortunately, I didn't think he was... All that valuable to us before he got injured. What do you mean? I just been a bit off. I know he's had plenty of mates, oh, but plenty. Yeah. Hey, did you see uh, Roy Laird last week against Collingwood? Got thrown in the middle. Mm. Mm. Anyone suggest that earlier in the year? I can't remember it. Oh, but. I don't know, maybe me. Oh. Yeah, back in round. Four, I reckon it was. So we need someone to win some contested footy, bit of pace. But then they had him on the wing again on Saturday. Mm. He's just got BOG, 38 touches. Probably the reason why we only lost by... Probably didn't get BOG, but... He actually was. Crow's best. No, he actually got BOG in the coaches' votes. Are you serious? No, nah, Taylor Adams did. He got second. Yeah, I was going to say. Yes, I'm not allowed to be frivolous. What? What the fuck was that? Siri just always Siri. thinks I'm asking her questions. Well, your phone going off has reminded me of a video I was going to play you earlier, but I reckon it's actually worthy of playing on here. Have you heard of the anchovy joke? No. 
I think I'm going to play this to you and the listeners. So turn down our mics and we'll turn it up. Nightline with Bruce Mansfield and Philip Brady on 1278 3AW. Down to Newport, Toby's at Newport. Hello, Toby. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Phil. Yes, Toby. How are you? Good. Oh, good, thanks. Um, it's very late. Mum lets me stay up and listen to you guys some nights. Good. I love listening. It's a bet. Um, me and my brother love to listen. Good boy. Um, I have a joke. Yes. yes. Um, what's the funniest smelling thing in the whole wide world? The funniest smelling thing in the whole wide world. Yes. Perhaps your nose. Oh, nah. What was it? An, an anchovy cunt. Oh, uh, what a pity, Toby. <laughs> you, you've ruined your track record there. Never call us again, please. Never in your life even think about it. And think, all right, we've dumped you, Toby, but there are people like Carmen and Queenie. Online and could hear that in their ear Rita, and are offended. Rita and Mary, and we heard it, and Simon heard it. And I wouldn't be surprised if they're not there. <laughs> so you've ruined it for all of us. Oh, Toby, if you're ever thinking of tuning in again, just don't get a life. And Toby, grow up. <laughs> Jeez, Toby's copped it there. Wasn't a bad joke. I love that. How he goes. Um, mm. your nose. And he goes, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Mate, me, me and Prods have listened to that so many times. We were just sitting there. Every now and then I'll get a text message. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was on. You, you uh, are a bit of a fan of, uh, of the old radio station prank call. Bobby Francis used to be our bunny, yeah. Used to give him some absolute belting. I loved getting into Bobby because we'd ring from different phones, but they'd save my number in there as Luke Dickbrain. And I remember ringing up 588 to speak to like Rowie and Bix or whoever was on KG Corns in the like, Yeah, it's got, uh, it's got don't answer this Dickbrain on the computer when you ring up. I'm like, oh, yeah, we pranked Bob Francis. The guy pissed himself. He's like, <laughs> yeah, we all have a laugh at those ones. <laughs> but Bobby, he's gone now. Hey. Do you know what? I reckon he loved the pranks, though. Of course they fucking did. Of course they do. He just loved the opportunity to call someone else another dick brain. I don't think those two like the prank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, an anchovies cunt. <laughs> Oh, it's one of the great radio pranks, that one. You listen to that one over and over. But, uh, yeah, I we do miss do miss Bobby Francis' pranks. We're going to have to find another button. And Jeremy Cordo would be good to prank because he's such a uppity fuckwit. <laughs> oh, yes, so tonight I'm talking yeah, about... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yes, those, those, uh, those racist people, uh, they're not so racist, and uh, I'm racist, and I hide behind my voice, as I say it. Have you heard him? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love Blakey's take on him in the morning. It's Makes me cry. Makes me cry, Blakey's take on him. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, yeah. Big weekend of footy ahead, though. Let's let's get back to sports. Okay, sport. I've got a theory. Sport, mate. It's called English. Sport. I've got a little bit of a theory here. Yep. Melbourne are getting 
butted up, overconfident opponents due to Adelaide. And they're resulting in wins. Okay. Yeah. Nice theory, champ. Yeah, that's right. I champed you. <laughs> well, I've got... What What are you on about? Pete, after Adelaide played Melbourne, mm. Melbourne had a good win. Get it? Um, <laughs> who did Adelaide play after that? North Melbourne. North Melbourne. And North Belton. Yep. Who'd Melbourne play after that? Who'd Melbourne play that following week? North Melbourne here. North Melbourne. Gave them a touch-up. Yep. Did they not? Then who'd Adelaide play that weekend? Collingwood, mate? Yeah. <laughs> who'd, who'd Melbourne touch up on the weekend? Collingwood. Collingwood, yeah. And uh, who'd Adelaide play on the weekend and get fucking butt-raped? Bulldogs. You know who Melbourne are playing this week? <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say the doggies. Ding, 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 ding. Here's your prize. What a, really? I, I only picked up on it the other day. I was like, geez, it well, seems like... Uh, because they have a good win. I'm like, oh, that's not good now, for Melbourne. They're getting a bit of confidence, no? <laughs> now, you say, you say we've, um, that we're doing the demons a favour. <laughs> I don't think it's because we've run, run our opposition <laughs> ragged or anything. I don't think that's in there go, how can we help the demons? <laughs> yeah. Just, it's just a good observation. Are Adelaide just incredibly unfit? They could be. Maybe. Like... I shouldn't have a crack at anyone for their level of fitness. <laughs> what, but, do you mean, what do you mean, just you? But I'm not masquerading as a professional athlete either. <sighs> Look, I don't. I, we can dissect Adelaide till the cows come home. It ain't going to help. It's just a kind of a year. Nixie. I'm happy to leave it there. But if, <laughs> I've, I've <laughs> if they go zero and seventeen, who are we playing this week? Geelong, we are paying $8.50 at home. Should be $85. Tell me when we've ever been more than fucking $3 at home, unless it's a showdown. Mm. It'd be the one week... $8.50. It'd be the one week we don't get on them. <laughs> Actually playing Geelong. Geelong on the Sunday. Maybe Danger and his teammates will do his do Texas, Texas solid in his 200th. Oh, yeah. Lay down. Texas 200th. Didn't even know. Now, you know how um, Nathan Buckley fist bumped a fella in the crowd and and then said what the story was? This bloke defended Buckley in an argument, got beat up, was in a coma, rah, rah. Can't remember the fella's name, but said good day to him. Yeah. And, yes, I did fist bump him. And, oh. I wasn't bagging Buckley. I said, fuck me. All these years he's been telling the story that he was defending Buckley and the guy just went, ah, oh, fuck me. True story. Yeah, right. No, it is. Okay. <laughs> it just ruined, ruined my little take on it. But not that I want to get beat up or put in a coma or anything, but I'm still going to defend uh, the Texan till the cows come home. I don't understand why all the hate. I think it's just his personality. You're a great personality. Yeah, but if you're not if you're not a crow supporter, you probably it's like Kane Corns. Power people love Kane. Kane, he's fucking bang oh, on. Bang. Hang on, hang on. Do they? <laughs> I don't know. 
a lot probably do. Because he just buries the crowd. A lot have got to like him because how much he sinks a boot into Adelaide. Yeah. But I'm not sure that he's overly blessed with poor, fans. Poor people hate Tex. Fucking Victorians hate Tex. Yeah. But you know what? Let's just talk about his footballing abilities. He's probably a player. They were talking about tonight on 5AA about whether he's classed as a, an A grader or a champion forward or all that. I didn't realise he's never been All-Australian. He never won a BNF, but that doesn't make or break who you are. Keith, rare for key forwards to win BNFs generally. Never, he never came back since that knee. He was always nowhere yeah. near what he was. That, was that knee fucked him. Glim- glimpses yeah. of of his uh, he best. He didn't have that springing jump. He didn't have that. Although he's, turn, he couldn't. Although the jump trip. has been around this year. Uh, you reckon? He's taken more high marks this year than the last three years put yeah. together. Which isn't very many. Do you think it's his last year? No. Hmm. Now, people people are talking about, uh, you know, blokes that aren't at the Crows <laughs> that we're paying at the moment. Yeah. That might be playing for other teams. Oh, I was still talking about that shit. No, well, no, I'm just saying. But <laughs> people are up in arms about about paying blokes that aren't. Aren't playing for us. Yeah. Yet they're pushing for us to do it more. Yeah. yeah. So what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you can't have it both ways. You can't fucking murder the club for doing it and then ask him to do it. So we've got Bryce Gibbs that's contracted for next year. No, he's not. Isn't he? Nope. Are you sure? Don't know. You'd probably know. Pretty sure he is. Is he? Yeah. We've got the Texan that's contracted and should play unless he wants to not play. Up to him. Mm. We've got Tom Lynch, who's contracted for next year. Two more years, then. No, just next year. Is that it? Yep. <laughs> this is something you've done your homework on. That's why you hit me with all your fucking now, one year, two year. Now, people keep saying... Uh, Bryce Gibbs, oh, you know, he can't be there next year. So, well, well, no one's going to trade for him. Well, he might have something to trade for him. I don't know. No, but, but even if they do trade for him, they'll give us a half-sucked twisty in a blown-out <laughs> sand shoe and then, and then say, oh, yeah, and by the way, you can pay 60% of his contract. It's like, nah. Nah, we'll just pay him what we're paying him and he can be in the twos and we'll call him up when needed. Yeah. I don't know, I still think he's better than what's what he's being used at. I know you don't rate him. But uh, if he can't be in that side but, right now, I'll go heave. But he kept not getting picked, right? They finally picked him. Yeah, but they, 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 they had like a run with roll. Yeah, no, but, but why was he picked? Yeah, exactly. Either don't pick like, him at all. Like or it wasn't as if he'd had... 87 fucking possessions and kicked 13 in the fucking scratchy the week before. Yeah. But either, either either don't play him ever again or play him every week. Don't just go, all right, we're going to play uh, for a week and put you back. Fucking, what's the point of that? What's the point of doing that with anyone of his age? And, like, he's running around disinterested. He did another... He did a... When... Um, Carlton won 
He did the uh, celebration with well, the. Actually, that leads me into Caesar's. Uh, what do we call it? Caesar's celebrity. Nah. Caesar's champ. Champ of the week sounds shit. Caesar's. Listen, we'll just go the 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 fucking great C- bloke. Caesar's man. The f- the fucking legend of the week. This would be good. I was going to have two. It was going to be Tom Hawkins because six goals against supposedly the best team in the comp. But don't have a key defender. Yeah. Tore him to shreds. Why wasn't Jonas on him for starters? Was Jonas on him at all during the game? At one point. At three and a half seconds and then he pulled the captaincy card and went, nah, fuck this. Is he not their best defender? Um, Why wouldn't you have your best defender on the best fucking forward? I think the problem with the likes of Cleary and Jonas... Although Cleary's a lot bigger than I ever thought he was, is like Jonas isn't. He's not huge. Yeah. No. And he can, and he can clearly play on little blokes. Like he's. I met him at the Helix Player Launch, and I, I thought, oh, "You're solid, but you're not six foot three. No. Or you're maybe six one. Um, He'd be taller than that, wouldn't he? Or six two. He didn't look like a huge. It wasn't like yeah. Jakovic or anything. Those no. key defenders. And Tom Hawkins is a big, big forward. Yeah. Anyway, Tomahawk was one of Caesar's fucking legends of the week. That's fair enough. He was pretty good. Number, Just quietly. Number two. Grabbing everything that went near him. Number number two and any other week. It, it, you know what? Hawkins was just a mention. I'm going to I'm gonna push Hawkins Honourable mention? Honourable mention. Fucking hell. The fucking legend of the week was none other oh. than Jack Nunes. Oh, Got a free kick he probably uh, shouldn't have got. Because he was fucking... But forget all that. I've argued with Dick Brains on, <laughs> on Facebook about it. Um, but he went back and he didn't sit there and take 20 minutes to line up. He went, well, I'm either going to kick it... What about old knacker bags with a camera that wouldn't fucking shift? <laughs> it's like, turn it up, champ. The umpire's going, come round. And Newton's going, I can't. <laughs> fucking Dave here from the AFL record won't fuck off with his bag. And eventually... What he's throwing the chair and the poor security guard's walking backwards <laughs> and he's tripped over the chair. God, ass up. Anyway, Nunes says, oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to have a, well, the siren went, he didn't have a choice. But he hasn't done the old motlop when the siren went and he goes, oh, shit, the siren's gone. He didn't do that. He went, yeah, fucking beauty. I'm having this a dip at this. Me and my brother practised at the fucking Oval for years. And he went back, and the thing was a fucking and bullet. Absolutely laced it. Did just, not, but you know, did you, not deviate. You know, when you watch that, you didn't have to have a, an angle behind the goals to know that was going through. Nah, off the boot from was, the moment yeah, it hit the. I was boot. sitting on the couch with uh, with Mudgy, and I'm like, oh, he's fucking got it. I said, I oh, get fucked, <laughs> and he's going, uh, Mum's going, what, what? I'm like, what, what are you watching, Mum? <laughs> what do you think we're saying, fuck for? It, it did not look like missing, and it went straight. He was still imagining the night with Tommy Hawkins. <laughs> <laughs> Mum doesn't listen to this shit anyway, so it's all good. <laughs> but uh, he is the fucking legend of the week because he just went back and went, oh, I'm going to go this, and did not even look like missing. Just nailed it. Absolutely brilliant. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, it was as good as Robbie Gray's. No. No. How Way about, better than Robbie Gray's. What about Garth in the coach's box? Who's Garth? <laughs> From Wayne's World. <laughs> he does the fuck. He's, 
He just sat there. He just sat there. And he looked more and more like Garth every second the camera was on him. It was just like... Yeah, that's it. There's nothing I could do. I just sat back and enjoyed the ride. You say enjoy the ride now. Party on, if, Garth. If he missed it, you'd be like, I sat back and thought, oh, shit. <coughs> yeah, that was, that was huge. Because Carlton have lost so many games by a point, haven't they? How many games they lost yeah. by? Yeah. Or by l- less than 10 points. Port, Port, they got kicked after the siren. Yep. Melbourne, they lost by a point. Um, Hawthorne, they lost by a point? I, I reckon know. it's five or six games under 10 under points 10 have points. lost. <laughs> Did you see that? That was giant. Can you rewind that? I'm going to get that clip. No. Uh, our Scotch boy, Jai Farah. They uh, paired up in the stands when Gold Coast kicked the goal and he's air guitaring. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I'll find that. But, uh, yeah, so champ of the week. Fucking legend, whatever we're going to call him. This week is Jack Nunes. Mm. So you, you can you can have your turn next week. You can pick. Can I just pick one now? Danny's do banger. Danny's Danny's doer. Danny's dazzler. I like the full back for the Gold Coast. Who? Collins. Sam Collins. For, for having an absolute chewy spit after. I've Punching never seen anything like that. Sitting in there needing someone to come in two and a half metres. Like, yeah, you're right, Colo. Yeah, you just that bloke didn't want to go near him. He's just going... It's like, it's this like, bloke's a little unhinged. It's like going up to a, like a line. You've shot it with a dart, but you don't know if the sedatives you, is, has worked on him yet. And he's like creeping up to him. But like, like uh, Gary Lyons said, that could do, just be who he is. And he does it after every week. Mm. Once again, get the cameras out. That, that that inner sanctum. I like the cameras. Yeah, but that's not good for the players. That's fucking. He'd be sitting back going, "I would look like a fuckwit." Now I'm going to worry about what I do after the games. Now he shouldn't have to. Fuck the cameras off out of there. Fuck I, them off. I don't reckon he'd think that at all. Who fucking knows? Unless I don't. Ask him. I don't know. Just saying. All right, well, what's your? So he's your Danny's champ of the week or whatever Danny's it is. Dazzler is Colo for. For not flinching when Lynch oh. threw the double fister at him, and he just—he's like Kobe and uh, fuck, who was he? I'd say this is stupid. Barnes was it Barnes? Yeah, Barnes. Where he threw the ball yeah. at his face, and Kobe didn't flinch. It Did not rem- move a muscle. Reminiscent. So, yeah, shit. What are you going for time? We've gone home. We've gone over a bit long today. All the all the pansies out there, they're going. Oh shit, an hour's too long. Mm. Um, oh, bad luck. Well, the. Special mention to... Uh, what about New South Wales racing today? We're closing up here. Are you gonna no, we're not. Right? We're going one more, are we? But, uh, a bloke's got a three-year suspension today for gambling on races that he was ra- riding Her- in. Adam Hieronymus. I don't know who says uh, It's Hieronymus. Hieronymus. Yep. Good jockey. Very good jockey. Group one winner this year. Yep. He's been given three years yet. The pro punter team... Um, Pro Punter Alert team have been smashing uh, Hugh, Hugh Bowman for the last few weeks for causing that disgraceful crash that uh, got a horse euthanized and another jockey almost fucking died. He only got a six-meeting suspension. He's almost he's killed a horse for dangerous riding, and it was blatant dangerous riding. And this guy's had two punts, $500 bets, and they've rubbed him out for three years. He had 30 bets. 30? Yeah, or he had 31 bets and he got got found guilty of 30 of them. Any races that he was racing in there? Uh, there was bets on horses that he rode. At yeah. least at least two. That he rode? Yeah. Uh, 
that that one. What you're gonna fucking try and win more? Um, if you're betting, it's a worldwide ban, not just Australia ban. That's what Muncie got done for, was it not? Over in Hong Kong, he got jailed over there, did he not? Yeah. So it was thirty. He got found guilty of thirty bets from thirty-one bets over four years. Four years they've been investigating. Yeah. So they've allowed. No, no, the bets were over. The thirty-one bets were over a four-year period. But how long have they been watching him for? Then, if they're going back that far. Yeah, I'm not sure. At least that. But they were able to use text messages. So did they find out one recently and traced it back? Or, like I said, have they been watching him for a year? If they've been watching him for a year and they've allowed him to go and win Group 1 races and continue betting on them, that's that's just as bad for New South Wales racing. Well, for 18 months they've been fighting in court to be able to use his text messages. As evidence? Yeah. Fuck. So, and his cousin, Blake Payne, who's a barrier attendant or something, he's been given two years. He was, he was the one that was putting the bets on. This is where it comes a bit silly because owners, trainers, they all bet. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Well, you see an owner celebrating. They're not celebrating because their horse won. They're celebrating because they had fucking two Gs on it at 36 to 1 the week yeah. earlier. But owners are allowed to bet, though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if trainers are allowed to or not, but I wouldn't be saying they're not punting. I've never seen anyone. I don't know any punting. trainers. I don't, I don't get a good tip anyway, so. <coughs> Three years, that's a long time to be told you can't do your only profession. His lawyer said, oh, they've virtually ruined any chance of any career after that time. It's like, mm, pretty sure doing something he wasn't meant to do. <laughs> Did that. Mate, knew it came back. Craig knew it. But he wasn't rubbed out for punting, I don't think. They were rubbed out for certain things. And uh, Peter Moody back training after having his two-year ban. Was that two? I think it was two years. I stand corrected, but it was a long time. And But he's now having... This is a guy, it's all right to just come back and after your two-year ban, but every single horse you were training has gone. All those years of getting horses ready to race, they're all gone. You've got to start from the fucking bottom again. So what's happened uh, What's happened in the weird case? I ain't no know. info on that for a while. Don't know. Don't know. He, uh, he got himself in a bit of a... <laughs> Bit of mischief. Oh, back weird, drink beer. Was he? <laughs> back weird, drink beer. No, it's yeah. But every Ma Eustace horse. I'm back now. Little weird, juiced up horse yeah. from a year ago that Ma Eustace bought. But, uh, <coughs> mate, we're going to have to wind this up. It's gone too long. Okay. We're going to lose people. I was just about to start firing up, too. Oh, were you? Yeah. Oh, bullshit. You can't fire up any more than you have. Do you want to pick a song or I'm going to pick it again? Someone from Slayer. Slayer? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Maybe we'll do some Bit of a tribute to the bloke that should win the Adelaide Best and Ferris this year. Benny Keys. That should, should we put that sees a nickname Slayer. Not I really sure why. I haven't listened to Slayer in a long time, but uh, Raining Blood. Should we, that's one of the biggest hits. Is it? 
All right, we'll get onto it. Good, good, good to be back, Daniel. Denial. Yeah. It's been too long, folks. Denial, not just a river in uh, in Egypt. Uru <laughs> people, we will see you soon. Uru. Lukey. That's a bit out there. It's not my Slayer's never been my cup of tea. Do you know the best part of that song? <clears throat> the fucking end of it. <laughs>